Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. As always, I'm your host, Josh Nichols. And yeah, today I have moved my podcast setup into uh, my office closet. And where I've done this before, I've set up some towels, uh, like bath towels, draping on the walls to kind of buffer the sound a little bit. Maybe it sounds a little better, a little less echoey. I don't know. I've I'm kind of perfectionistic in that way. I need a podcasting mental coach, right? So today, just I want to I want to talk about picking targets and the the value of committing to a target, and how I think most people don't quite put enough emphasis on or intentionality or thoughtfulness into the target that they pick. So when you step, let's, let's like, let's take an example right out the gate. When you step on, on the tee box, what do you aim at? Like you're on the tee box, you're, you're surveying the fairway, the bunkers, any kind of penalty areas. What do you aim at? Do you generally aim at the left side of the fairway, the whole fairway, any, anywhere but the water, anywhere but the out of bounds? How about on the approach shot? Are you just generally aiming at the green? Are you just generally aiming away from a bunker? Are you directly at the pin because it's the thing sticking up out of the ground with a flag on it? I like I like the way uh, the I did a podcast episode, an interview with a guy. Uh, his his Twitter handle is Practical Golf. John Sherman. He's super nice guy, super knowledgeable, and he I like the way he said it. A lot of people just aim at the flag because it's the thing sticking up out of the ground. Uh, so is that how you pick your target? Do you aim directly at the pin just because it's like, this looks like a target, I'll just aim at it? Or on a putt, do you just kind of, oh, I'll aim a few balls out on the left? Or I think this is going to break right to left, so I'm just going to kind of aim right of the hole and see if it breaks left. So the problem with having these generic targets or in the case of aiming directly at the pen, having targets without much thought put into them, is it allows you to be uncommitted to where you plan to hit it. It it gives you permission. It gives you an excuse to not fully commit to your target. So why do you think you do this? Have you ever questioned yourself on your target choice? Maybe you do this because you don't want to disappoint yourself if you miss your target. Like... I'm going to aim at the whole green, and if I hit it in the fringe or if I hit it in a greenside bunker, it's okay. I, I only missed my target by a little bit. Or if I aim at the left side of the fairway because I want an angle into the right side of the green or whatever, or, or there's a hazard on the right side of, of the hole, so I'm going to aim at the left side of the fairway. And if I, if I hit it further left into the left rough, that's okay. I barely missed my target of the whole left side of the fairway. So so do you do this? Do you pick this generic target because you don't want to disappoint yourself if you miss your target? You want to like aim aim big so a, a miss will be okay. The expectations are low on yourself. But since when was avoiding disappointment a good motivation for something. So what should you do instead? Like what 
what can you learn? Like, how can you change this, this way of thinking? And why is it wrong? So what I think you should do instead is pick a small target, as small as possible. You've probably heard the phrase, aim small, miss small. Like the left edge of a distant tree. Like you're, you're aiming down the fairway and beyond the fairway, there's a line of trees. So I'm going to aim at the left edge of that specific distant tree. Or there's a leaf out on the fairway that you can see and you, you say, that is exactly where I want to land it. So that one leaf out on the fairway is my target. Not that generic area where the leaves are or where that leaf is, that one leaf out in the fairway. Or maybe it's on the approach shot, the right edge of the back greenside bunker. Like that right edge of the bunker is my target. You've, you've heard PGA Tour players when they've got the microphones close to them, uh, when they're kind of talking with their caddy on what target to pick, they, some of them go, you know, semi-generic. They'll say the, the TV tower behind the green. And if it's like a 220-yard shot, a five-yard wide TV tower is not a terrible aim. It's a pretty small target compared to the entire green. But a lot of times, like if the Golf Channel logo is on the TV tower, they'll say the O in golf, that's your target. And that's pretty small. That's like a one or two foot wide target compared to the entire green. So why do you pick this small target? Because one of your jobs on every shot, and maybe the most important job on every shot, is to be committed to your target. It's pretty easy to get lazy on your commitment when you're just aiming at the whole green. Of course I can hit the green. I'm just going to step up and hit it. Like, it's a huge target. Of course I can do it. But you're missing an essential piece of the puzzle when you do this. Commitment to a target is a key component to making a trusting swing or putt. So, let's say you're you're walking into the shot or a putt and you didn't come to a firm conclusion in your mind and you haven't given your body clear, precise instructions on where you want the ball to go, then your body's going to kind of decide on its own where to hit the ball based on subconscious thoughts. So you have your body has deeper a deeper level of thinking going on that you don't even realize you're thinking. And because you didn't give it conscious instructions, you didn't say, I want the ball to go there and this is how I see it getting there and I'm going to line up accordingly and I'm going to tell my body this is what I want it to do, then your body's going to go back to kind of subconscious thoughts of, have you ever like got to the top of your swing and thought, oh, I don't want to push it into the water, so you pull it. And your, your body overcorrects mid-swing. That is a subconscious thought. That's not something you chose to think. It's a subconscious thought. So when you walk up to the ball and you haven't committed to your target and you haven't given it conscious, clear, precise instructions, your body's going to default. Your mind is going to default to that subconscious thought. But you can give your body clear information by choosing a very small target and firmly committing to that target in your mind. You can give it that conscious, clear, precise thought. 
that those clear instructions to say, I know what my subconscious wants me to not do, but I'm going to override that with, with a conscious, clear, intentional decision to aim at that leaf, at that distant tree, at that edge of the bunker, at that letter O on the TV tower, if you're lucky enough to be playing in a tournament that has TV towers. So try this the next time you play. Like this is something you can actually do. It's like a really easy thing to put into practice. Decide that on every approach shot today, I'm going to pick as small of a target as possible and completely commit to it. Every approach shot. Let's just start with approach shots because oftentimes those are the ones that can lead to the quickest, I mean, drives too, but it's it's easy to pick really tiny targets on approach shots because there's lots of things to aim at. So let's start with approach shots. Today, I'm going to pick as small of a target as possible and completely commit to it. And then after your round, evaluate and ask yourself how you did. Did you commit to 100% of your targets? That's hard. I'll just tell you right now, spoiler alert, that's going to be really hard to commit to 100% of your targets. But did you? How many? Maybe track it during the round. Give yourself a check mark if you fully committed to your target. And then more generally, did you feel a little less doubtful over the ball as a whole throughout the day? You could even track that. Did I doubt myself over the ball or did I have good trust? Because commitment, firmly committing to a target, leads to better trust. And these things make real differences in your scores over time. Committing to your targets more often leads to more trust over the ball and less doubt which leads to better golf swings because your your body isn't subconsciously taking over and saying, don't go right or don't go in those trees on the left. That's a bad spot to miss because I remember you missing there last time and all this happens in an instant. So these things, commitment leads to trust, leads to uh, confident, intentional swings toward, you've heard the phrase, aggressive swing to a conservative target. It That aggressive swing means you're confident, means you're making a cocky swing, means you're, you're, you're not swinging out of fear from your subconscious. These things make real differences in your scores over time. Even if it's just one shot every round that you save, over the course of a tournament or several tournaments or an entire season, that makes a huge difference. Like a four-round tournament, one shot every day, is four shots. Pretty simple math there. Think of how how many places up the leaderboard you could move if you shot four shots better just by saving one shot a day by being more committed on one more shot. So like on an approach shot, you uh, the difference between a doubtful, uncommitted swing and a committed swing could be you hit it to 50 feet on the doubtful one or you hit it to 20 feet on the committed one. You three-putt the 50-footer, you two-putt the 20-footer. It's a lot easier to two-putt a 20-footer than a 50-footer. So that committed swing helped you, that committed decision helped you trust your ability and then helped you make an intentional swing, and therefore you hit it close enough to save a shot where you would have three-putted, you two-putted, or where you would have missed the green and not, got up and down, I made a bogey, you hit the green and two putted for par. Or where you 
What if hit at 30 feet, you hit at 10 feet and made the birdie putt instead of two putting for par? So there's a million scenarios and it doesn't always work this way. Like golf has enough variables in it to, to be able to say, this isn't a black and white. It will make you save a shot every single time you commit better. There's too many variables to say that. But as a general rule, better commitment to your target leads to more trust in your ability, which leads to more aggressive, intentional, confident swings, which leads to better strikes, hitting it closer to a a closer proximity to your intended target, which leads to better scores. I mean, it's the, the chain is pretty, pretty simple. So I think you can do this. I think you can try this the next time you play, put into, go into the round thinking today, my job is not to shoot a 78. Uh, my job is not to shoot a 68. My job is not to shoot an 88. My job is to commit on every single one of my approach shot targets. That's my job today, and let's see how it goes. There's always another round to say to change your goal for the day, but the next time you play, try this. Today, I'm going to commit on 100% of my approach shot targets. See what happens. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, uh, feedback, whatever, email me, joshlukenichols at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, at joshlukenichols, Instagram, at joshlukenichols. If you want some more, like some blog posts, some... uh, a better way to visualize this. If you're if you're tired of listening to me and you just want to read me, uh, read what I have to say, you can go to foundationsmp.com. That's my website, my business, foundationsmentalperformance.com. Uh, it's foundationsmentalperformance, and the website is foundationsmp.com. Uh, I've got a blog there, and I've got other things. Yeah, so go check it out. And uh, don't forget to rate it on Apple Podcasts. All right, we'll catch you guys next time.